put to the test. Yesterday, for the first time in about 460 days, there was an NAU football game. The team took the field. There were no fans, although they had the, uh, those cutout, those cardboard cutouts, and so they're scanning the crowd, and then I was like, hey, there I am. But anyway, so, um, so here we are. NAU's down by five points. There's 53 seconds to go, and we stopped Southern Utah on our 19-yard line. We marched down, and there's two seconds left on the clock. We're at the two-yard line. Keandre hikes the ball, rolls left. The receiver cuts across, and he just lobs it up and catches it. Time expired. NAU wins by one point. As you might imagine, the players went nuts. And they were so excited. At at halftime, though, they were interviewing the vice president for intercollegiate athletics, and he shared how difficult the journey had been. That a year ago, when they were just starting spring ball, it got shut down. And then in the summer, they were doing practices and things, but then they kept having to shut down because of COVID protocol. And then, are we going to play in the fall? No. In spring and he said it's been so hard because there's so many unknowns it's been so difficult that this journey has been hard it's been hard to keep the players motivated that they feel it's hard to keep them encouraged but here's these guys who who persevered who kept going and then yesterday they experienced what could be one of their greatest wins one of the greatest experiences that they'll have in NAU football. The greatest danger to yours and my Christian walk is discouragement. It's when the road gets long and it feels like it's never going to get better, where we just keep taking it. We're like, is this ever going to stop? That we can lose the heart to keep going. We want to just throw in the towel and say, it's just not worth it. God knows that. God knows the human condition. And so the Father allows this moment today in our gospel where Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up the mountain. And Jesus knows what's going to happen. or God knows what's going to happen. That Jesus is going to suffer He's going to die. And the disciples are going to be demoralized and flee. And it's going to be really hard to to hold the faith when everything falls apart. And so God gives this moment of glory where they can see the glory that Jesus has, the glory that God has for all of us, what's in store for us in heaven. So that hopefully they they can hold on to that glory that they can keep it before them. And that that can be their motivation day after day of living the walk. I like in the first stanza of our psalm today, 116, the psalmist says, I believed even when I said I am greatly afflicted. That's hard. That when I'm greatly afflicted, it's the easiest time to just give it up. 
But the psalmist encourages us that in that place of great affliction, to keep believing, to keep hoping, and to keep going. It's not easy. I received a text message on Friday from somebody, and I called her back yesterday. It was someone who used to have in Flagstaff, and she shared how her best friend's son was, is in the ICU and is probably not going to make it. And she's like, Father, what do I say to him? Like, what, what, what do I say to my friend? And, and I shared with her, this is just a gentle note, that whenever we don't know what to say, it's because there's nothing to say, that it's time to listen. And so I, I asked her questions like, how are you doing with this? Um, what do you want? Where do you think God is? And she sat there and she said, you know, before you asked that, I didn't think God was anywhere around here. She said, but I, yesterday the chaplain came and visited him. And it was very consoling. And she said, even now as I talk to you and you listen to me and you share with me, that it, it just helps me to know that God is right here. If God is not right here, it, it feels, like, feels like hell. But if God is with me, that if I can lean on his strength to get me through, well, I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Philippians 4.13. Or in Romans 8 today, we hear, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but handed him over for us all, how will he not also give us everything else along with him? What has God given us? We, we see this fulfilled from our first reading today with Abraham. We, we know this is one of the stories we know from being a kid, right? That God invites Abraham to take his own beloved son and to sacrifice him to God. And, and Abraham, in incredible faith and trust, says, I trust more in what you're doing, God. I trust more in what I can't see than what I can see what's happening right in front of me. And God praises his faith. And he says, I will, not, I will bless you because you did not withhold your, only, your own begotten son. And what God does not ask from Abraham, God freely gives himself. That God goes further than he asks Abraham to go. God, Jesus, goes further than any of us have gone. I've suffered a lot, but I haven't died. And Jesus freely, no one takes my life from me, I freely lay it down. Jesus freely goes to the cross, to that place of abandonment and suffering and pain where all the people around him just run away. He chooses to go there because that's where you and I are at times. That it's hard to take up our cross. It's hard to do what we know is right when it feels like nobody else is doing it. And Jesus chooses to go there to be with us. And he encourages us, not only is it worth it that there's, there's glory to come, 
but I will be with you every step of the way. I, uh, I got a text message yesterday from my brother that his father-in-law passed away. So my sister-in-law's father. And so everybody's texting. I'm like, this is not a text. Hey, how you doing? You know? Um, and I was like, man, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I'm sorry for your loss. And, and pretty quickly, you know, it had been a couple days apparently. Uh, he said, no, it's, it's, it's okay. I was like, what do, you, what do you mean it's okay? He said, Matt, he, he calls me Matt, right? So he, um, he goes, he goes uh, you know, my wife's father, you know, like he was a deacon for over 25 years. That he's like, do you know how many people he's visited? How many people he's brought communion to? How many people he's listened to and given blessings to? He's like, if it wasn't COVID, this man would have like thousands of people at his funeral. And even all those people who've already gone before him, he's in a, an older parish in Sun City. He's at all the older people that have gone before him who are like cheering him on and like waiting in heaven for him. He's like, this is awesome. This is what we all want. That, that after persevering through the journey, that we know that there's a great reward waiting for us. That's what helps us to keep going. Last little story. I, I did a, a baptism last weekend, which a Newman Center priest doesn't always do, right? And so I, it was cool to see, here this, this is this baby, and it's surrounded, he's surrounded by like 50 people who love him. And in, this, in the baptism ritual that happens to all of us who've been baptized, there's an anointing with sacred chrism, a strengthening. You know, we're receiving God's divine life with us. That we're given the light of faith to keep burning brightly. We're clothed in Christ in the white. There's all this symbolism that tells us what God has given us. And also what he's given us, like those 50 people surrounding this child. I was like, this child doesn't even know all the support that he has. That there's going to be a lot of days, even days when he gets to college. And the burdens stack up and the support feels like it's not there. And yet God has given him the grace. God has given him the community that's available at a phone call or the community who's gone before him that cheers us on in heaven that encourages us to keep going. To know that they are with us, but most of all, that he is with us. That he never invites us to go where he has not gone before. And so today, we're encouraged that in this journey of Lent and in this journey of life, that we are going to be put to the test. But we are reminded that he's with us so that we can persevere and join the rest.